Ah, damn, of course we get left behind. Now just how in the hell does the greatest technological achievement of the galaxy get blown up? Twice. And worst of all, our whole squadron gets devoured by those... those monsters. Oh, God. I can't even bear to think about them. They're... they're animals. Truly. Animals. Let's just hope Evac gets here ASAP. It's way too dark out here. Alright. Let's be quiet about it, Corporal. Uh-oh. I've got a bad feeling about this. Oh god, they're everywhere! Oh, help! Oh, no. oh we need oh. Evac! Where's Evac? Oh, oh my no. god, I can't hit this a damn is... thing! Oh, you're I can't hit this thing in this helmet! Oh, no, where the hell are they? Oh! Yes, the battle horns of the Ewoks. Uh, every every Imperial's worst nightmare. And uh, as of uh, this weekend, mine as well. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the, the good, the bad, and the boys. We are your we are your hosts of Terran. We are your caravan of, of the boys. Caravan of Isaac, boys. And we are continuing our May the 4th week uh, with the bad of Star Wars, the bottom of the barrel things, not the holiday special, not as not bad the as the holiday special. I bet you thought we were going to talk about the holiday special, but the holiday you special thought. has been has been stricken from history. You want the holiday yes. special, you end up on like a no-fly list trying to track that shit down. <laughs> True. Yes, it is uh, something that George Lucas wishes he could take every copy and just smash it and burn it down. <laughs> You are put on. Yeah, but we got it. Oh, <laughs> there are a few with the, with the Death Star plans. We we have them. The rebellion will rise. <laughs> That's pretty much that what you have to go the... through to get your hands on a pretty copy much. of it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just like George Lucas in the hallway with his lightsaber just mowing down people <laughs> that have fucking pirated planet. <laughs> yeah, the uh, shield Scarif, Disneyland. Yeah, Disneyland uh, yes. Scarif. The vault, the, the the Disney vault, the mouth. Yeah, they keep they keep the only copy of a uh, of the Star Wars holiday special right next to Walt Disney's head. Yep, they do. I don't know. It's like a little blackmail for George Lucas's part. That's what made him sell the billions of dollars. Yeah, that's the only reason he sold in the They're first like, place. Hey, guess <laughs> guess what we have? <laughs> we have a copy. That's what made him sell, sell for that little. I believe because you know you think four billion dollars is a lot of money for a property like that, and it was mm. it it is. Uh, but Blizzard, oh. Oh, yeah. the people behind Elder Scrolls, Fallout, Diablo, all that World of Warcraft, they were just bought by Microsoft in the last year for I think it was like seven billion dollars or something. Really, Microsoft. I think they they got more through that than star wars they maybe? got that's yeah a little, that's a little weird they're yeah apparently they're worth more than they're star not wars. as culturally relevant <laughs> i'm sorry sorry <laughs> <are> not relevant <laughs> well just kidding we know that and and so did george lucas until they started waving that holiday special over his head he's like fine they did four billion 
Fuck four billion, I'll take it. Leave my name out alone. But luckily, <laughs> we're not talking about the Star Wars holiday special today. We are talking about uh, something almost even worse. 1984's Caravan of Courage, an Ewok adventure. An Ewok adventure. <laughs> Me and my dad watched that. It was like around second grade, I remember. That's, I was like, you know, expanding my Star Wars lore. We were a Star Wars household. So my dad was like, oh, I was taking out the DVDs of the, the Ewok movies. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, what a time that was. I was pretty scarred from that. You know, there's a lot of, I don't know, Star Wars, just that whole, like, gritty 80s, um, just the tone that the 80s sets up. It's, it was kind of a, a grim, dark time a little 80s bit. 80s kids movies a lot of, uh, messed are... up shit. They're kind of fucked up, yeah. Yeah, like the labyrinth, or, or not? Yeah, the labyrinth, and uh, oh, what was it? The dark crystal, I remember. Dark crystal, yeah. Like, oh my god, that even like the, the animated ones, me. like Fern Gully. That one got pretty, pretty dark. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and I remember, yeah, I just remember talking, yeah, at my little private Christian academy school <laughs> that I attended from kindergarten to second grade. I was just, wow. I was just talking to my friends about this Ewok movie, and I was like, "Oh my god, it's so scary!" And it's so and, scary. and her family dies and shit and all that. And I was like, <laughs> "I was like, <laughs> I, I, yeah, it's it pretty scary." And my dad was also e- equally terrified. Oh, that when yeah, it this is back enough in the to, day too. That'll scare a grown man for sure. <laughs> it will scare a grown man. Yeah, yeah, when, yeah. When my dad was growing up, yeah, he was scared of the Gorax in this movie. He was pretty terrified. But uh, yeah, so a lot of a lot of messed up shit to show children. Why not? It's the eighties. It's the eighties. It. Nothing matters. All the like coked up executives trying to figure shit out <laughs> is exactly <laughs> what I picture going on in whatever hell boardroom thought this movie up. Yeah, the Ewoks. I never understood until now the amount of hate that the Ewoks got because I didn't really know any of these movies existed. <laughs> they were, you know, everyone's. Uh, from what I've you know read online and heard people talk about, they were everyone's least favorite part of Return of the Jedi. They're like, oh, this is just some shit yeah. to pander to kids. It's all just like marketing it's and a, whatnot. It's a Jar Jar. I was like, I thought they were Jar-Jar. a metaphor for the Vietnamese or something. Yeah, <laughs> like little Which, I mean, jungle farmers using sticks and shit <laughs> to just troll on the Imperials. That was yeah. my impression. I mean. Honestly, that's I think that's what George Lucas was going for a little bit too. So you know mm. he's very anti-war. So oh, yeah. you know he's gonna stick it to the man. You know, yeah. Quit invading with our foreign policy, all that shit. No, yeah, Ewoks. That these exist. These movies exist. They're on Disney Plus right now. They are uh, along with the holiday special cartoon and the two D uh, Samurai Jack style. Oh, the Genesee Tartovsky. Yeah, Star Wars. Tars- yeah, right, Truskovsky. Tarkovsky, yes. whatever his fucking I, name is. I can't. I Go can't. watch that is what I recommend, because that is where we first see the fucking animal himself, General Grievous, <laughs> your boy's favorite Star Wars character. That's the only good, uh, I don't know. That's that's really, that's where Grievous shines. That's where Grievous shines. And then he becomes a coward in the Clone Wars. <laughs> they make him like a little <laughs> and slittery. And the Sith slithery like lawyer grievous i don't know which is apparently (laughs) lucas's original intention but he didn't have it quite figured out when he was Mm. you know giving uh tardofsky the the gist of what revenge of the sith would be like so and just going off the description you know tardofsky he's gonna anything he gets he's gonna take extra he's gonna mojo the fuck (laughs) out of it 
So when Lucas gives him the description of um, droid general cyborg Jedi hunting psychopath, of course the dude's going to turn him into an animal. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Titan. He's like basically a Star Wars Terminator in that show. So cool. Yeah. Look, oh, uh, God, delicious. Yeah. Amazing. He, just voice his work. fight style, too. He's very unpredictable. He's using his feet, his claws, He's everything. Feet. everything He's claws, like, jumping off the walls just, and shit. Yeah. Horrifying. He definitely lives up to his Jedi hunting. Oh yes, name the world's reputation. most. This was yeah. This wasn't he the world's or the galaxy's most prolific Jedi killer up until Vader. I think so. This is the guy Vader was based off. Yeah, yeah, a whole trove of of Jedi of you know lightsabers. Yeah, it's oh like a yeah, whole collection, whole them. library. Yeah, uh, quite spooky. Yes, very spooky. He's a genocidal maniac. But not as spooky as an 80s children's movie. Welcome back to Caravan of Courage, (laughs) an Ewok adventure. (laughs) So uh, we'll run through the plot (laughs) real quick. On the this is on the moon of Endor. I I don't know. Is this like post Return of the Jedi? This is between Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. So it it takes place around like like just after the events of Empire Strikes Back, and the second one is like. 3.5 3.5 ABY. So, yeah, it's just before the Imperial occupation. I, uh, that just adds even more plot holes, but I'll get into that. So, the yes, it, it <laughs> Car- does. It does. Caravan of Courage <laughs> follows the, follows a family who looks like they're out of the Jetsons and not Star Wars who crash lands <laughs> on the planet. It's like a, it's like a Star Wars nuclear family. We got mother, father, we have the, the son, oh, Mace. Yes. Kid's name Mace, is Mace. The first appearance of a, of a Mace character. Mm-hmm. Oh my God! There's someone named Mace Windu. <laughs> I forgot yes, I didn't even put the two, two and two together. Oh, now it just kind of honestly ruins the character of Mace Windu for me. But kind of does because he is a whiny. This kid is the fucking worst punk bastard. This kid is so bad. They killed him in the second one. Uh, it follows Mace, yep. <laughs> and then we also got Sindri. Is her name? Uh, Sindel, yeah. Sindel. Sindel Tawani, the Tawani family. The Tawani family. <laughs> Little side note on my lore. Uh, the Darth Bane comics uh, back in the day, Jedi vs. Sith. I think Darth Xana, his apprentice, she was a little kid. Her name was Rain. But I think they kind of based some of Sindel's look. Or, sorry, they based Darth Xana's look off of Sindel from here. Because she literally has like the same curly blonde hair. <laughs> style i was like oh okay okay." like in this movie did the curls differ in every shot like how curly it is oh (laughs) does it vary yeah in each panel i'm sure yeah a little bit within the same scene she still has the same she yeah darth santa has the same like family tragic backstory herself Uh, you know you know some some of these kids they just really get shit on and they get their family taken away from that'll do it it's great star wars is a horrible galaxy Happy horrible time. way to live it really is if you Happy think about time. it like if you were just a day-to-day citizen in the star wars galaxy yeah it's like it almost is like warhammer like it's pretty grim dark like <laughs> your Literally, life is yeah most likely just gonna be kind shit. of hell yeah yeah and and that's the thing too like uh i'm, I'm sure this the tawani family you know crash landing on endor i'm sure they were trying to escape some imperial occupied planet Probably trying to do the right thing, and then they get fucking the force just says nah, nah, eat shit. <laughs> the whole Endor planetary system is very unstable. There's a lot of gravity wells and shit there, so mm. I'm not sure why the 
Yeah, because there's. I mean, we even see in the second one too. Noah, he's also crash landed as well. Oh, that guy. So I, I don't know why the Empire thought that was a good uh, strategic location for the Death Star. If there's like a lot of maybe it's so the rebels couldn't landings. escape. It gravity maybe. weld in there. Yeah, maybe. Maybe but it's anyways, just something Palpatine yeah. <laughs> does like on the weekends. Like you know, when he's not doing galaxy spanning <laughs> plotting, he just likes to fuck with like family vacations or something. I guess so. With the way this family behaves and how like pompous and shitty these kids are, I assume they're like re- they're like planetary nobility somewhere, and they were just like on vacation, and then Palpatine called like a force storm in hyperspace or something like right as they were passing <laughs> yeah, over and like he just likes to make ships crash <laughs> in his free time. Yeah, it's like a game Most of Plinko or something to him. He wants to see where they end up. <laughs> Which planet they crash landing? Let's next? see where they go to next. But anyway, the, whatever this fucking horrible family is called, Crash lands on Endor. The mother and father are kidnapped by the Gorax. The gigantic Gorax. Yes. Which has been recently reintroduced into canon with oh, the Forces of Destiny. Yes, you, you sent me that. <laughs> yeah. Who can lay a fight the Gorax. <laughs> that two-minute sequence yes. was more interesting than whatever the fuck we saw in this movie. <laughs> yep. I have in my notes uh, here which that is like it, a man in a suit too. Yeah. It kind of reminded me of the SpongeBob episode where what SpongeBob has to stay indoors and then he had like uh Patrick like some gorilla disguised as Patrick or something. It's the gorilla, around. yeah. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> what it is. It's literally man in a suit. That yeah. is the quality of it. Yep. He flops <laughs> around in the fucking suit. I have written down that the sh- the movie opens like a vampire diaries episode. Um, in that <laughs> it does and it's, oh my god! <laughs> it's a dark forest, <laughs> fog machine, the music, and it's not dark in that it's shot at night. It's dark like uh like a Finding Bigfoot episode kind of dark where they just put like the night filter over it, like in post. <laughs> like you could tell by the way like light reflects off certain things in it that they shot this during the daytime. Yeah, I guess so. That's. <laughs> It's pretty funny. The parents are kidnapped. The porn quality acting parents are kidnapped. Uh, yeah, really bad. The mom's really bad. Mom's the dad. really bad. It's like a, a really bad version of Tim Allen, I guess. He is like, like a shitty, like a shitty Tim Allen, and he was replaced in the in the subsequent one. <laughs> you got uh, oh yeah, what's his name? Oh, was he? Yeah, yeah. The dad. Oh, he shit. was um. It was it ended. It was Paul Gleason in the second one. It's the guy, okay. the fucking principal from the Breakfast Club, is the dad in the second one. Yeah, but not in the first one. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. So okay, I don't know I'm if that was that. a studio oh, choice or if um if the actor was just like yeah not doing this shit again and <laughs> just yeah. opted to not be in the second in the sequel. Yeah, most likely. But yeah. awful, awful jobs. All around. I mean, really, the only person I could maybe cut some slack would be Warwick Davis and everyone in the Ewok. Yeah, Ewok suits. I, his performance uh, does shine. Miss this, miss this really stale acting. I mean, even Sindel, like her line delivery. That kid does not give a fuck. <laughs> she says each line the same way every time. Oh yeah, she says exactly. No, Wicket, do this. Do that. That's all. That's literally Mace. how Sindel talks. Somebody help Mace. He's drowning. Which yeah, she's like giving like the exposition <laughs> the whole time, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, I mean it's it's a four year old child, so you can only really. Yeah, you can only do so much. 
but uh she <laughs> i my favorite pretty good <laughs> of her is uh is a scene where she's crying about missing her parents and they put some really obvious like uh like <laughs> fake tears on her and i don't know what you. they use for the tears but they were like way too thick because they were like gobbed up like right under her eyes it looked like a gel <laughs> that they used <laughs> for the tears it looked so weird yeah it's like this, mixing in with her makeup or something. Yeah, I don't know uh, what's going on. And this this level of production quality is consistent throughout the entire film. It's consistently horrible. The movie was made on a budget of three million dollars, so a very very thrifty film. Uh, and oh, it yeah. shows. It you can tell. Every set piece is either like a painted on, like it's a an oil like painting backdrop. Painting. Yeah, or yeah. the matte painting backdrop that they walk on, or it's uh like a plaster like the the sets that they interact with have the quality of like a high school play <laughs> it's very obviously like a plaster i mean set. I, I do like the callback 80s practicality of it like i I would prefer a little bit more of the practical settings for this but yeah it's very it's very television quality uh for for the 80s for yeah. Sure. yeah oh it's right. big it's, tv it's, uh, quality they can't even be fucked to like gloss it up even a little bit. Like it's pretty obviously, I don't know. It feels like a Saturday morning, like kids, which I'm pretty sure it is made to be, that. <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't yeah. feel like one that's made for entertainment or like a, like a budgeted, you know, like a produced <laughs> movie. It feels like a, I don't know what the genre would be, but like the shit that you play in school, it's like a don't do drugs, like mini sewed. Oh God. Yeah. Like that's the quality it of it. Oh my God. That is the quality of it. <laughs> Holy shit. That's a great that's a great way of putting that. Yeah. Oh my god, it is. It's like one of those dare <laughs> <It's a> PSA <laughs> videos. This is an Ewok PSA, an anti imperial PSA. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's oh god, it's, I think one of the most egregious offenders was they need to they need to cross a chasm in a cave and they need to do it uh oh god. they climb on a spider web. But the spider web the is spider just web. like a it's like a gym net. With some it's target, like, yeah, it's like a jungle gym net. It's like thing. a jungle gym net. They like stole it off a playground or something, and with some <laughs> some target spider webs strewn on There's it. There's no like adhesiveness to it at all. Yeah, it doesn't they, stick. They don't stick to it. The net isn't sticky. They climb on it like a net, and there's not enough <laughs> webs like overlaid on the net that it doesn't even look anything. It doesn't look like anything but a net. Like it's really obviously just a net. Yeah, you can see the like. Uh, you, there's webbing over it, of course, but like yeah. you can s- literally see the distinct strings like you attached. Can, you can see in rope. this whole mesh. It just looks like yeah. Rope. You can see rope. Yeah, <laughs> it looks and behaves like rope. <laughs> it really does. When they're attacked by the spiders on it, you can see the strings that the spiders are hanging. Yeah, from. it wasn't the Gorax that scared me. I think it was like yeah, it was like shit like that. The like the spiders. Those were creepy. What is it? The bewitching pool, the the thing in the tree stump too. That was like became like this like slug monster, but it was like in the guise of like this little furry creature. Oh yeah, like chomp your arm off. Yeah, it was shit like that. That's what kind of scared me. Not the Gorax itself. (laughs) It was like a little small creature, a little weird nightmare world of Endor. Ah yes, the hell world of Endor. Endor is a scary place, not the setting a for a children's place. movie. I don't know who this is tailored for. Like any 80s kids movie, you don't know who it's made for. 
like when we watch Howard the Duck, like the humor is too childish to be an adult movie, but way too raunchy to be a kid's yeah. movie. It's like this is too scary for a for a kindergartner, but the tone and the it is. the dialogue are all tailored to that age. I don't know. I'm not yeah, again, the eighties, what an experimental what a time. time the 80s. <laughs> truly the downfall of humanity <laughs> began <laughs> the here. <downfall> of humanity. <laughs> I mean, after Empire Strikes Back, nineteen eighty is just the rest is history. Yeah, the eighties and the consequences of that time period on the human race have been catastrophic. And Caravan <laughs> of Courage is no exception. What else do we have written down here? Oh, Mace? is the least likable person on the fucking planet. Oh, God. I wanted such a to brat. kick this kid's ass every fucking step of the way. <laughs> He's got you the can... Luke Skywalker-y, you know. Oh, uh, that made it even worse. With his little jumpsuit. They tried to make him like Luke Skywalker. Yeah, they did that on purpose, I'm sure. They had, like, the Mark Hamill bowl cut. I don't know if it was, like, his dark hair or what, but he just looked like a way more school shootery Luke Skywalker. he He also got the x-wing jumpsuit which he had no business wearing like his dad who is most likely piloting the ship doesn't have one like that this kid is just dressing up in one so that yeah they'd be like literally just has a vest that's about it (laughs) so yeah i don't know what yeah i don't know how he got that horrible horrible but yeah so the parents get trapped by the gorax and get caged up a little Easter egg in Battlefront 2 that you walk on. You can go in the cave and you see the <laughs> cage structure. And then also if that. you look up, too, in some of the webbing, you can kind of see the spider like looking at you, too. Kind of like scurries away, but every once in a while it'll peek out at Ooh. you. It's a little, a little spooky. But yeah, so they get caged up, and now it's up to Mace Sindel uh, with the native Ewoks to go and get their parents back uh yes they meet a family of ewoks uh and the fact that this takes place before return of the jedi uh adds even an even bigger plot hole and one that i wrote down as i was watching it like why don't the ewoks cannibalize these children they were they they should more than willing cannibalized any other yeah to eat anyone else who came on (laughs) here so why are these two kids an exception (laughs) especially since one of the second one too wicket is starting to speak basic too so how did how how was how was he not able to communicate with uh, Princess Leia, or any of them, with his basic? This is <laughs> language. true. Yeah, he does learning learn to speak from Sindel. <laughs> he speaks a. Wow, what the fuck? Big plot holes. Humongous. Uh, <laughs> doesn't make sense. So they kind of go through the spooky, uh, indoor, which you know, Battlefront. I feel like they should incorporate some of those creatures in there. For the that could be cool. I like how Endor. <laughs> Uh, yeah, maybe if you like go too uh, close to like a tree stump, like one of those like slug things will just jump at you. Ooh, take your health a little bit. There's like a puddle. If you step in it, you get like trapped underneath. <laughs> yeah, you get trapped. Yeah, you have to have so you have to like cry out for help. See if anyone can <laughs> pull you out. Yeah, that's that was that was strange too. Just that bewitching pool. Yes, there's like magic on Endor, which implies that yeah, there's magic. Yeah. Ewoks have the force in their own way. They do. Yeah, they have like Death of Mary, like witch magic. There, yeah. Ewok witch magic. <laughs> Ewok witch magic. Force magic. I, I was trying to piece some things together. In the second one, you had the marauders, the pirates there, and they were in this castle. And I'm like, I wonder if there was an old Republic Sith at all that was bewitching mm. this 
moon that resided in this castle long ago that the marauders took up as a base yeah trying to see why the fuck is there like a weird bewitching force pool you put a lot more side energy a lot more deep thought into the the lore behind (laughs) the ewok adventures than uh than i certainly would have not really totally within the rules of star wars some of these things so i was trying to Trying to see how I could fit it in. This movie does not give a <laughs> fuck about anything pre-established by Star Wars. The blasters don't even work the same. Like the blaster no. that they use in this one, it shoots like a straight like hyper beam at things. Yeah, it's a phaser from Star Trek. It's it's weird. Yeah, yeah. it's more of a Star Trek <laughs> phaser. It, yeah, everything that happens in this movie goes completely against everything we know in Star Wars. There's like life tracking bracelets. Was that a thing? There is. Yeah. Well, I. Yeah, there might be some monitor things, but not not prior to this. Yeah. Which is, again, really devastating in the second one, where the entire family dies and the, the light on their monitor just fades out. <laughs> yeah. They all traumatizing get, as a kid. They all get murked. Wow. <laughs> they really do. As, as a, a kid, kid, you're like, oh my god. That's definitely <laughs> traumatizing. <laughs> as an adult who just watched the first one, like a day earlier... I was like, oh, thank fucking God, Mace is gone. <laughs> Mace is that completely guy, obliterated. He just blew the fuck up. Blew the fuck up. That was, the, that was probably my favorite part of those two movies. <laughs> his favorite part. Mace's death <laughs> was satisfying to me. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm still scarred to this day. but <laughs> I know I'm going to be after this. Especially the Ewoks, <laughs> yeah. my god, they're so creepy. They're like, they're little teeth that come out. Oh, the yeah. face animations. Has bangs, too, in this. They're like almost <laughs> covering his eyes at some point. So I'm like, damn, is this like emo, teenage? Emo, Ewok. <laughs> Pre-Return of the Jedi. Emo like, Wicket. Okay. Emo Wicket. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, it looked a little creepy, and you don't have the special edition where they blink at all, so they're just wide-eyed. Oh, they just stare at you. They will stare into your soul. (laughs) They will stare into you. And yet somehow, and I have this written down, that they're still more likable than the human characters. (laughs) (laughs) They are. (laughs) They're, like, more relatable. I only care about Wicket. That's that's it. That's all I care about in this. Yeah, Wicket. If I care about something, it's just Wicket. I came and maybe to, Sindel, yeah. just because she's she's been so unfortunate in all of this. Um, <laughs> she she literally is traumatized for the rest of her life. Oh, she's gonna be fucked up. I can see why she becomes a Sith Lord in the future. With a Sith Lord, yes, she does. She does make an appearance in Legends uh, later on um, as a Coruscant. What is it? Journalist, like field journalist, because oh. of what happened. <laughs> Because of her tragedy, so she wanted to <laughs> go into field ju- journalism, I guess. Huh. Uh, she appears in like the Black Fleet Crisis or something. It's like after the Thrawn trilogy or something. She's probably got a lot of PTSD after all this shit. So that's really the only characters I really care about, I guess. Just Wicked Sindel. But Sindel also gives the worst dialogue delivery. Oh yeah, it's bad. So there's only so much you can like of Sindel. <laughs> I mean, she's still my favorite human compared to that fuck Mace. <laughs> Mace, I don't, if you guys don't know why, why I hate him so much, they they establish him. He's like, you know, he wants to be the Chad protector of his sister and save his parents and stuff. He is super racist. 
to these Ewoks. He is. He, he Mace really is, is racist he, as fuck. Oh, he, like, <laughs> I don't even think about that. Just the way he interacts with them. It is straight up. I have a line like that I connect the dots <laughs> with through my notes throughout the entire movie. It like connects. I go, he's racist. He's still racist. <laughs> still racist. <laughs> They give him like this totem of religious significance after they all agree to follow him into the land oh, yeah. where no Ewok has ever returned. They're willing to do that for him. And then they give him a rock and he's like, it's just a stupid rock. And he throws it away like in front of all of them. <laughs> <laughs> he's so racist. He really is. He's like, they're animals. Horrible, insensitive. Oh. He has. And it's not, he doesn't have a good reason to be. They These Ewoks, like, save these kids' life so much. And that's the general plot well, structure do. of the movie, is that one of these kids do some dumb shit. The Ewoks save them. Mace is an ungrateful racist. And then it repeats. It's <laughs> almost like each scene, that is the case. That'll do it. That'll do it. Uh, in, the, in the words of Mr. Plinkett, God, I miss the 80s. God, I miss the 80s. <laughs> it's a beautiful time. Yeah. It was. Did you have a favorite part of this movie? Either good or so bad. Favorite part. It's good. In, in either of these movies. Because, you know, to me, they're kind of the same. I don't know. <laughs> There's not enough derpiness to make it a good bad, to be honest. It's kind of a depressing, monotone movie. I'm trying to think. Uh, I guess... I mean, I, I don't mind some of the... Again, the, the, the creatures of Indoor are pretty terrifying and interesting i guess they're the most interesting part yeah i think uh, other than the humans so maybe the four made-up creatures that are in it the rest of them are just like farm animals yeah farm animals horses i was trying to think the next movie (laughs) where else in star wars there's like regular animals and the only one i can think of is um empire strikes back luke sees like a boa lizards yeah and a lizard lizard. yeah Dagobah was kind of a those type of animals, but, but those yeah, are just no, added this, in. This, this one, is... it's like every other animal. It's like there's like a ferret in it. There's ferrets on Endor. <laughs> there's a ferret <laughs> and a chicken. And a chicken, yeah, yeah. Which looks like they tried to shave off some of the feathers to make it look more alien. They probably broke some peta laws. Like a chicken. Yeah, it's just a, it looked like it a, probably ch- did. a chicken with bangs is what it ended up looking like. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> children's imagination runs pretty pretty wild so you don't need you know actual like actual earth animals to tell your story like go ahead and like have fun with it but with a budget of three million i guess it makes sense that they just resort to some of that <laughs> but um yeah even even the ewok village isn't above ground either yeah, it's like on the floor. <laughs> that was confusing. Another plot hole, I guess. <laughs> I don't, I don't know these movies. Um, and then the second one, you know, goes even more into some of the creatures. We get the first appearance of the the Blurg, uh, which made an appearance in the Clone Wars and the Mandalorian. Mandalorian, yeah, the Blurgs. Yeah, I don't know why they're everywhere. Why are they on every planet? That must confirm they, that there was like some sort of old republic sith shit going on oh yeah or that these blurgs yeah spread perhaps like some sort of like interstellar parasite i don't know e- either that or maybe the marauders were 
That's true. They, they crash landed, and maybe their cargo was just a bunch of blurgs <laughs> or something. Yeah, you get a lot more creatures on there, which I would like to see in the Ewok hunt. I, I, I literally was having a lot of uh, traumatic flashbacks to the game while watching these movies. I was like, yeah, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> this is a sucky time for Imperials. Star Wars Battlefront In this too. location. I, yeah. And Battle for Endor, no exception. These Ewoks are fucking ruthless. They <laughs> showcase yet again their ruthlessness. Oh, yes. Their guerrilla warfare against tactics. Against the greater force. They, uh, yes. They don't fuck they around. They fuck up the Marauders real good. Uh huh. <laughs> Which the Marauders introduce uh, Tarek and his Dathomiri witch sidekick, uh, oh, Charl, yeah. Charl, I believe. Char- Charl or something. I, I don't know. Which she has like this ring of transformation. She doesn't look like a Death Mirror Witch. She's not pale enough. No, she looks like a Power sure, Rangers but... villain. <laughs> Make my that. monsters grow. Is <laughs> just I wanted her to say. I mean, Death Mirror Witches they they are able to grow their hair. Ventress does and Dark Disciple, but mm. I don't know. She just does not look like a witch at all. But she has this ring of transformation, which transforms into a raven. This is where you get into like I don't know George Lucas's like willow era of fantasy yeah where he gets into fantasy shit again it does work in star wars but i i think it was it was a little weird a little jarring yeah, the for the force time is, but now that we yeah. like we talked about yeah, on now Monday, that we have a background of it it's a very broad i don't know like a, it is about broad spectrum of abilities and uh-huh. comes in many different shapes and forms and you know now now that we have her background of her being a death mary witch which in the Book of Sith, uh, Mother Talzin does mention in her Book of Power, Wild Power, uh, her entries, uh, she does mention that the Ring of Transformation is missing, <gasps> which, yes, I guess it's on Endor right now, form of a raven, but, uh, and, and actually, I guess Charl, too, she has, like, a bounty on her head, too, with a death mirror, <laughs> since she did uh, just kind of up and leave her clan, so they literally want to feed her to the Rancors, but, but little does she know at that time that all the Night Sisters have been slaughtered by none other than the animal himself the animal general so grievous she's fine. she she honestly doesn't really need to leave the moon she's she's fine she doesn't have to yeah, look this over is her probably shoulder. best i mean case she doesn't know that but yeah honestly i guess too there was an imperial scout patrol that came onto the moon you know to scout out the location for the death star too yeah see where you could put your base what a yeah, shit you know. job those guys did they gave the green light oh so they did fucking endor of all they places. got captured yeah, they got captured by those marauders and fucking tortured and um and but I think Charles did set one of them free. The Empire was like, okay, cool, yeah, well, you know, his revenge will for sure <laughs> occupy the moon. Uh, classic Empire. The guy comes back. He's like, there's fuck, there's psycho teddy bears and there's a shape shifting lady and I got kidnapped and tortured and there's a war going on. And it's just a hell world. And Palpatine's like, oh yeah, <laughs> that's the spot. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. That hits the spot. That's good, good stuff. Good. Good. Uh, yeah. Hits his dark side, Spidey sense. The dark side fuels his his dark Frosted. side energies. Yeah. <laughs> it's frosty. Tickles it. Tarek to the Marauders. Uh, I don't know. I think I think the castle. It hasn't really been confirmed. I don't think I saw any facts about the castle, but I really think it was an old Republic Sith fortress. And he also even wields the sword too, which is a lot of like for old Republic like force imbued swords. Even Mother Talzin. Oh uh, yes, one. Sith alchemy. You could uh, isn't yeah, that some like Sith alchemy? The prereqs to lightsabers or something. They would just like enchant weapons yes. with the force. 
Yeah, just enchant weapons. Yep. And then it wasn't until the Rakati em- or sorry, the Rakatan Empire, like the cheese, force sabers, with the cheese, with the with the hyperspace Rakata technology, Empire, the Rakata respect, the first Imperials <laughs> to to exist. I think um, I try to block out this movie so much that I I didn't want to think about any deep lore within it. <laughs> no. <laughs> Both that's okay. That's movies. why I'm here. I, that's why I'm here. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, I'm sure welcome. whoever made this movie really. I'm sure George Lucas in writing this, he's like, finally, someone who appreciates the the poetry. It rhymes. <laughs> the poetry. It's rhyming. It's all coming together. Can't you tell? I think Caravan of Courage. He wanted to. He, he was thinking it a, a cross between Hansel and Gretel and Tar- Tarzan of the Apes, and then for Battle of Endor, he watched Heidi. During the writing of the script, so that's why he had Sindel just become an orphan. Just, just kill everyone else. So much. I just killed the family. I figured they killed the family off so that it wasn't obvious that they were just killing Mace off because he's the least likable person (laughs) in the galaxy. Yeah, they they couldn't just do that. They couldn't leave him. You know, (laughs) couldn't be the only one to die. It couldn't be. Then it'd be too obvious that it's be too obvious. The second film was written by the fans. Yep. Was there, is there anything you you particularly, I mean, I, I you know, I can't Honestly, even. I think the, <laughs> I think the lore behind it the is lore. interesting. Again, I I looked into it. I looked into the whole Death of Mirror thing, Charles. This is a lore channel what, after the, all. The fate of makes sense. It is. Oh, and you have Noah too, the first spectacle wearing, uh, Star Wars character, the old man who is the diabetes guy. I think it's that's him, diabetes. Diabetes. I did, oh my god! Diabetes. <laughs> I didn't even. Know <laughs> I did not put that together. Uh, he's in oh. it. I don't know. It's uh, again, world building is can always be fun if you look deep into the lore enough, which I definitely did. And I don't know. It's there are there are things. This different. is a good like get drunk with your friends movie and watch. If you like Howard the Duck levels of cringe, I'm talking <laughs> like Leprechaun, like really naughty, like C movie. <laughs> cringe and you gotta be fucked up to enjoy it these could be fun movies to watch these these would be yeah you could make a drinking game just star wars buddies out of them for sure this would be fun with our D &D group i'm sure as a drinking (laughs) oh yeah drink and watch this this would be a good watch drink every time mace sits down like a kid's softball coach have you seen that when he crouches by his (laughs) sister he goes he puts all his weight on his front leg with both hands and then he leans back into like a single knee sit every single time. Yeah, every time. Wow. Just like he's, he's taking a knee. Oh, yeah. He's the parent coach of like a kid's soccer league. Only he is the also the worst kid on the team. He's also the worst kid and the most asshole. And also the parent who will like yell really. at the ref and other people's kids. I think he's more of an asshole than Mace Windu. I think he's the most assholey Mace in yeah. Star Wars. Apparently everyone named Mace is just a little little fucker. And Mace Windu, so. you know, it was there for story purposes. So he's just there to shit on Anakin. This Mace was here to be like a little flawed and then overcome it. Except he's just complete fucking racist the entire movie. And then when one <laughs> of the Ewoks dies, he's like, you're my friend. That's that's it. That's, you know, that's it. he's that's a good person the, now. He's redeemed. He's, a good, he's redeemed. The Ewok was, tell your sister you are right about You are right. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Fuck you. Yeah, I don't know. How uh, dare you compare this to the original? How dare you? 
hey, we're still in the 80s. Still in that original trilogy timeline. And then we get the Ewoks television series the year after. What a a hit. Yeah, after the making of these films and the television series, I could see why people hated the Ewoks so much because they really did just try and market the fuck out of those things to kids. <laughs> yeah. And it is not good. It is if I was a kid, if it's you not, were no. were you into that show cuz you watched this stuff when you were younger. Did you like like the Ewok show? Oh, I only watched a couple of it. No, I didn't it wasn't it wasn't the movies, so I didn't really care. Mm. Honestly, I was a little engaged with these two Ewok movies as a kid just because of how like, you know, traumatizing they were, like, how crazy it was. <laughs> just cuz they stuck with I was, you like, in the really night. engaged in them. Yeah, they Wake stuck with me in the cold night. Sweat. Like, oh my god, what if my own parents also get killed by the Marauders? <laughs> you know, have the same nightmare like Sindel has. Oh no. It's yeah. the whole point of the movies where, uh, you know, like friendship and courage and all the kids are walking away with it from are just like nightmares of, of family genocide. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's horrible. But no, I, I I stuck to more of the original trilogy and of course the prequels were coming out too at the time, so I was just super engaged. If it wasn't the movies, I didn't really care. So I didn't pay attention to the droids cartoon or the Ewok cartoon. I think my, I think my dad put on a couple episodes, but that's about it. Mm. I, I wasn't into it. Not my fave. This is definitely not peak Star Wars. This, this is, is opposite <laughs> of peak Star Wars. This is, this is opposite of Empire Strikes Back. Oh this yeah, is, <laughs> if there was this is anti Empire Strikes Back for sure. But oh. but I I want to see more of this shit in Battlefront though. Oh yeah, want, more of I the, want, the, the I want, I want an update, an Ewok update. Yeah, where you're going through the cave and the spiders come out too. So you have to like, not only def- defend yourself against the creatures of Endor, but also you know your fellow players as Ewoks. It just get I think it'd be a lot more engaging because like random the environmental two, things, stuff that attacks yeah, both random sides. environment stuff. <laughs> yes, yeah, that attacks right. Yeah, exactly. So the Ewoks have to defend, but they're also against you know you see which team survives and. Um, I think that would be much more engaging because really Ewok Hunt is like fun, but it does get a little boring. And yeah, there's not much to do. I feel like Endor could have its own horror game within the Star Wars, <laughs> you know, oh, yeah. gaming universe. I'm picturing like a Resident Evil or like an Outlast style <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> game, like the survival horror. You got like, Ewoks running after you. Oh. You could have like Sindel's return to Endor where she's like revisiting the, the, the shadow of the past. She, you know, it's it's like a Ripley situation. Oh yeah, going through the moon of Endor. Oh god, and she sees the corpse of her dead parents, and <laughs> and then she weeps. Yeah, it could be pretty fucking spooky. She sees the corpse, of <laughs> and then Mace the Gorax is like, like the final. Fuck you. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> Mace is not even mentioned in the entire game. Bring him up again. Parents. Yeah. No. And the then the Gorax. Gorax is like the final boss or something. If he's the cool. final boss, I do want his the death cutscene to be just like in the in the Caravan of Courage movie. Where okay. he like fades out, he literally fades do out the fade the, out effect the abyss. in the abyss, <laughs> and then they do it a second time. <laughs> they do both times. Like he crawled up. Yeah, somehow. he climbed back up, but know. he climbed back up on the other side. So I don't oh, even yeah. just like jumped across or something, <laughs> and then so climbed back. Weird. Up. That is a weird. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck? Weird movie. It is makes weird no sense. Cavern physics. Very weird. Yeah. What a time. Aren't you glad, though, that your Star Wars lore has been expanded today? Yeah, I'm real fucking glad I watched these movies, <laughs> Isaac. Thank you. Great recommendation. <laughs> At least the oh, holiday yes. special about the best I had already seen. That's but this, true. this was an entirely new... Ugh. A new a new uh, holiday special 2.0. Holiday not special. as bad, I would say. It's, it's still digestible. Holiday special, I think you lose um, your sanity and a couple brain cells. 
That's uh-huh. true. You will go hollow watching that one. You will go hollow. This one, you will, you'll just get really drunk, or at least want to, <laughs> watching yeah, Caravan of Courage. I, I was drunk watching this too, so, <laughs> this, this week. So, Cracking them open. You know. Drinking yep. game like, for oh, Caravan God. of time Courage. To, time to relive childhood trauma. Childhood trauma. <laughs> drink, drink up with the drinking, movies. Drinking open some old wounds. <laughs> yes. Just a little tear when her family dies. I'm like, oh God, not again. <laughs> Ewoks. Ewoks. This um, has been this has been the caravan adventure with the boys. Yeah, Thank the, you. The so caravan much of for pain. Caravan of pain. <laughs> yes. We we hope your lore and Star Wars lore has been enlightened uh this week with Empire our reviews. Appreciate it. Definitely hit us up on social media. Up. Talk to the boys about Star Wars lore. Isaac will will out lore anyone. I'm always happy to, <laughs> to learn more. Sweet, sweet lore. Also, be sure mm-hmm. to let us know what you think about these two movies. Check them out on Disney+. Plus. Let us know. Let us know. Yeah, and uh, send in your thoughts about the podcast, what we're reviewing, and, and whatnot. We would love to yeah. have your audio files on here featured. We want to hear what you're thinking. boys. Your opinion is as good as ours. Literally. Neither of us are qualified <laughs> to do this, so <laughs> it's equally as valid. <laughs> Hey, we're just being honest, people. Being and hey, you tuned in, so this is your feeling. Yeah, you're so here. There you go. You're this is this is the community that you chose. Sorry, <laughs> no backsies. Yeah. So sorry. send in your audio. You're Come join the discussion. Hit us up on social media. Uh, and and you can send your files to our Gmail, which is uh, link in the description. Yes, below. link in the description. The good, over. the bad, and the boys at gmail.com. Send it as an MP3, and we will put it in. We want to have more engagement with you guys, and we yeah. appreciate your support we throughout do. all 50 of these episodes. And yeah. yeah, 52 episodes, some like 2,800 downloads. So happy to have it. So happy to to be Absolutely. doing this. Never thought we'd live this far <laughs> and also do a podcast. At all. <laughs> <laughs> Especially not of your caravan of courage or fucking battle of Endor. Who knew we'd make it this far? All right. Well, thanks so much for tuning yeah. in. Alrighty. Uh, see you guys. I will see you. May the force be with you. And kiss, 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 kiss. Howdy, y'all. This is Terran, aka the Bad. Thank you for tuning in to our new program. Don't forget to like and subscribe so you don't get dysentery. Now, everybody pretend that I rode off into the sunset. Bye now.